have a web technology. Somehow, it always finds a way to work. <laughs> hey, welcome to the A-Game. I'm Rob Akampora. Ming is back at his place doing all the engineering. Thank you for uh, dealing with all the technical stuff, my friend. With that in mind, now, uh, Ming, I'm going to ask you to disappear. We're going to go on a one-on-one here and see what happens. Bye, Ming. There we go. I think we're going to get this to work after all. So in the in the midst of the coronavirus, we're finding new and creative ways to entertain. And this man, who is a friend, who is a very funny guy, is finding ways to entertain on Facebook right now, like many others. But he's dipping into the music world. But keep in mind, his act was always musically inclined. If you've never seen him live, hopefully after the virus is done, you'll see him do his comedy. But you can see his music on Facebook. Gary Delina, thanks for uh, bringing your A-game here, my friend. Hey, it's nice to see you again, Rob. I think the last time we were hanging out was, uh, I guess, when I played the Borgata and you and Jennifer Winter came down. Yeah, we had a was great that the time. the last night I saw you? Uh, that actually, was a great time. Uh, yeah, it was a great time. I think I actually saw you, too. Uh, Jen, I, and you were hanging out over at the uh, in uh, New Brunswick when you were doing your show up there. Oh, that's right. You guys came to the Trash Factory. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know what? No, I don't want to say anything, but it seems like a freaking thousand years ago. It really does at this point. Everything seems like a thousand years ago right now. I can't, even, I can't even remember the last time I was on a stage now. And I know this for a fact. The last time I was on a stage, I had an audience of one. Oh, no. One guy. One guy in the audience, a disabled American veteran. He had the hat. He had the badges and stuff. I had to do a show for him. I did a tight 45 minutes for this one guy. God bless no, him. And I was, God bless him, I was, too. Yeah. I, I was freaking hysterical, and he loved me. I know, about, I know more about him now than I do my own family. Is that the craziest? Seems like a million years ago. Well, is that like the craziest thing you've ever had as far as a performance where you show up and go, there's one guy. Well, all right, I'll give him my whole 45. I'm going to give him my all, and that's that. Pretty much, except for some Jersey-like bar gigs in the 80s. That was probably the strangest gimmick I've ever done. We won't even go there. We're not no. going to touch on that because this, we don't have enough time. <laughs> well, we may have to save it for another time. Yeah. But the irony of what's going on right now is you are kind of close to this whole pandemic thing because you do a lot of cruises. Oh, you have no idea. Um, how, how close was this all, with you? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. First of all, I have a lot of good friends who are on the Diamond Princess and the Grand Princess. Oh. Um, both ships that I've worked on, uh, the woman, uh, Natalie, who was the cruise director of the one that was stranded in Yokohama, is one of my good friends. Mm. Uh, and a lot of the performers on the Grand. So I watched them quarantined on the ship. And then when the Grand finally docked, I watched my friends and we were going back and forth on facebook live they were at a military base in georgia to me i don't know how i would take that i'd be like bill murray in stripes i've been giving somebody the Aunt Jemima treatment right i don't know how i would deal with two weeks so now i'm on the caribbean princess and we're on our way to grand Canyon. Right. this is just a few weeks ago uh i've now been quarantined for 18 days amen uh, good but when i was there i was not so sure because we got an announcement from the captain. He comes on and Italian captain, God love him. Uh, <laughs> captain Fortuna. He comes on and he's like, uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. I have to tell you, we've got some news. Two of our crew members were on a ship that tested positive for COVID-19. We are not going to dock in Grand Cayman. We are going to send out for tests and we are going to test them. 
I want to tell you something. The entire cruise ship, everybody turned white. Everybody, crew, entertainers, comedians, singers, everybody just held their breath. Yeah. Um, Because that's as scary as it gets. You're on a cruise ship and you're not allowed to dock. And then, God bless him, though, the captain, <laughs> an Italian captain, the guy after that, I was like, but don't worry. Tonight I'm going to make dinner. I'm going to make the lasagna bolognese, <laughs> the little bit, little bit of prosciutto, and then I'm going to send that for a cannoli. So you'll be okay. Um, we, uh, we were freaked out. Yeah. So, th- so they told us uh, for two days it was pins and needles, and I had to go on stage that night. Oh my god! I had, I had to go to a show. I got everybody in the audience was was everybody in the audience is sitting like this. I mean, like, oh no! Yeah. So I get up. The first two lines I sang was, "We're having fun on a princess cruise, waiting for the captain to give us good news." And boom, <laughs> and then after that, they were great. They were a great audience. We had a pisser. Um, everybody just kind of let it go. And uh, and we started sailing back to Florida to Port Everglades, Fort Lauderdale. Right. And then they got an answer that said they're not going to let us dock. Oh, uh, right. Dude, what do you mean they're not going to let us dock? Yeah, what are we going to do so here? I could swim. I could <laughs> there you swim. Go. <laughs> I was the freaking Boy Scout. I did the mile swim. So uh, we had to wait until they sent the lab tests out and they got the results back. And fortunately, the results were negative. I can't tell you how much alcohol was consumed. After that announcement came out, everything is okay. Get the wine. Yeah. Um, everybody, yeah. every the crew bar, you couldn't get in. Um, every bar was packed. Everybody was just like binge drinking, like relief drinking. Right. Um, and we docked. I went to the airport. I didn't touch nothing. My wife, who's very, God bless her, very protective, Saw this coming weeks ago. I mean, let me do it this way. If my wife was president of the United States, shit would have been dealt with two months ago. Because she's 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 on the case. She's like a female Dr. Fauci. So, (laughs) yes, she did. So so she had I had antiseptic wipes and I had Mm -hmm. everything masks. I mean, I I look like a Chinese doctor Um, and I was I was good to go. So I got home. Uh, and then that's when the shit really hit the fan. Right. Uh, how things changed, not even week to week since I've been home, but day to day, hour to hour. Right. Uh, you know, it's uh, it really is the scariest thing I've ever lived through. And I've lived through living in Brooklyn, you know, uh, the race riots of the 60s, Vietnam, you know, uh all the JFK, 9-11. This is the mm-hmm. weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. And knowing that this know. is the it, knowing that how weird this is and knowing that you had to perform during that. I mean, there had to be in your mind kind of going, all right, are they going to laugh with it's me? Terrifying. Is this appropriate? Yeah, but, it had to be. Like, yeah, but but you got to remember, um, I, I only have so much to do on the ship. I mean, first of all. I get on there and I'm technically crew. So they're telling me shit like, you know, in case of an emergency, you have to help. And I'm like, oh, I, yeah, that, I, there I, you go. That I, feels good. I, I, I don't see that happening. Right. I told them I would, I'd be like the band on the Titanic. Like, keep playing. Okay, right. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Right. 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 The boat is friggin sinking. 
You want me to keep playing? <laughs> what are you going to do? Dock my pay? You can't even dock the fucking boat. See, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I consider my problems first world problems. I look at the real world and my niece is a nurse and uh, the son of one of my best friends is a police officer. And the people that are out there, I know I'm friends in Point Pleasant with everybody at Stop and Shop and all those people that are working every day that are in close yeah. contact, they are the ones right now that everybody should pay homage to. Like last night in New York, seven o'clock, they gave a, a round of applause yeah, they, to I all heard the that. people on the front line. Yeah. I work on a ship. I do two nights a show. I work three hours a week. I'm like a congressman. <laughs> um, no, now, now I work no hours a week. I'm, I'm like a senator. Oh, there uh, you go. You got a promotion. So, Congratulations. <laughs> you know, I mean, we try, we're trying to make fun of a very sad and dangerous and, like I said, uncharted waters. Right. We don't know what's happening here. So the jokes are flying, mm -hmm. you know. Like, you know, you get pulled over now, you know, you hand, you know, you hand over um, uh, a roll of toilet paper with your, you know, with your driver's license. Officer, <laughs> did I do something wrong? Right. You know, it's not the PBA card. I saw, yeah, I sold enough toilet paper to pay my car payment this month. Congratulations. <laughs> and I got news for you. So one of the upside of this virus, it's the first time I could walk into a 7-Eleven with, with, a, with a mask and gloves and nobody calls the cops. Ooh. So, <laughs> so there's see, that. You're stumbling upon a very interesting point about all this. We know the seriousness of this. And that you yeah. got to have humor, though. I would tend to think, in your mind, it's like, hey, you got to laugh a little bit just to try to feel better, especially while we're all kind of cooped up. Absolutely. And people are delivering big time. Um, all my friends on the cruise ships, uh, both comics and singers, are all doing live shows now. Um, now, you know, I'm doing my show eight o'clock every night, starting tomorrow on Facebook Live. Yep. I do a real song I'm singing, which is what I should do. And I'll do a little bit of comedy, you know, mm -hmm. but the thing is I'm liking to do it every night. It gives me something to do every night, which believe me is important because my wife wants to kill me already. Um, and and because I'm a handful and then <laughs> it gives like, you know, people that like me that like come to my shows, it gives them something to do every night, you know, and then you add in all the other entertainers and just people, just regular people that are posting ridiculously funny videos mm -hmm. and songs and everything else um, that, uh, you know, you got to love it. You got to yeah. love it. And, and, and people, you know, I really do believe that when this is over, we're going to be fine. We're so, always fine. Yeah. We, we, we have the most resilient spirit of any. And I travel all over the world. I've been right. on every continent. I've been in uh, immeasurable numerous countries. Um, there's no place like here for being resilient. Right. Knock us down. Do this. Do that. We'll get right back up yes. and we'll carry on and we do it in your face. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We're like we're we're like the in your face country. Like, whatever you're going to do to us, not take your best shot, all right? <laughs> take your best shot. I know so, a guy. Yeah, I know a guy who knows a guy. That's the greatest thing about us, you know? You got Akampor and Delina here. We're to Italians. Yeah, we're just we're a to tough stop. country, my friend. We are. We That's really, right. really are. That's but, right. So when it comes to your comedy, you don't see it changing in any way, shape, or form after all this. You're just going to just let it rip. 
Honestly, honestly, yeah, I don't I don't know where I'm going to be performing. Uh, that's the thing. Uh, I don't yeah. believe the cruise ships are going right back. And honestly, I'm losing cruise ships left and right. You're right. <laughs> I, well, I started I started 20 years ago with these ships. Right. So uh, you, you've and become I got a lucky. fixture of it all. Yeah. You've been a fixture yeah. on that circuit for a long time. Yeah, I was I was I did seven years with Disney Cruise Line. Right. And that that ended badly. <laughs> I've seen your routine. How could you? Well, come to think of it, it's not family friendly. This is I, a good point. I got I got I was in Italy once in Florence. We weren't even on the ship. We were at a restaurant and we're drinking Italian wine. And I'm holding court at a big round table with my friends and my fans. And I'm joking around. And one of my jokes was. On the ship, our emergency signal is seven short blasts and one long blast. I'm like, that's like a night of sex for Snow White. Oh, God. <laughs> somebody somebody heard the joke and reported <laughs> me back to Disney. And the next day, they put me off the ship in Marseille, just like that. Oh, man. Well, yeah, I, I can I can see the problem. It's like, oh, Disney? The, the cruise We're ships, though, they're Snow very White. particular. They're very yeah. particular. And, you know, and I... I had another time on NCL. They 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 said I got in trouble because I said the words ass and hooker. Wait, wait, and I'm like I'm, I'm like I'm like I didn't use those words in the same sentence. <laughs> there you go. Just get off the hook a little bit. <laughs> maybe maybe that would be bad. <laughs> but but you don't you never know. So anything could change now. Right. But anything it, it, could change. You raise an interesting point about you know the words that you're using. You would think that the cruise lines in the past would have known. Hey, we've seen your act. We like it. We want you to do your act. But then you do your act, and then you get crucified for it, for lack of a better it's term. Like, it's like any business. It's all about the customer. It's mm, all about the Yeah, consumer. that's true. That's I have true. seen people complain about things on cruise ships that have gotten people in trouble, you know, or got them upgrades. Uh, one of the comments once was, the French toast is too thick. And the regular toast is too thin. All toast should be the same. Now, some, oh, really? Some, some officer in the, probably sent them a bottle of champagne. Oh, we're so sorry about the bread. You know? Oh, man. And, well, you know, like, like, but you're right, though. It is about the customer. And all it takes is that one little complaint. Yeah. And, and yeah. And now people are terrified. I mean, there's a ship. I have a friend on a ship right now that is just going through the Panama Canal. They are not allowed to dock. Pan uh, Peru turned them away. Panama turned them away. They're living on the ship now with no place to go. Now, uh, another ship is a Holland ship. They had four people dead on the ship. Wow. Uh, Jeez. Well, see, the thing is, it's Holland, America. So people die on that ship every week. Nothing. Not um, <laughs> it's 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 not even virus stuff. But oh. the cruise industry right now is, you know, going to have to rebound some way, shape or form. I don't know how. How long you do know? you think it may take in your mind? Because you're you're so experienced in that world just with the entertainment part. Of well, it, you've seen everything. They are. The uh, cruise ships that go to Alaska, which I do every season, um, every summer we do this. Uh, Canada has closed its ports to cruise ships. And today, Seattle closed its port to cruise ships indefinitely. Yeah. So it might not, ships might not go back to regular schedules till July. Mm. They say they're going to start booking in May. I hope so. Right. I want to go back to work. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean... Now, for, for some who don't know, and when you're making your living specifically, for the most part, 
in this world. I mean, that's thousands of dollars a month that you're losing. And I know it's like yeah. any other entertainer. It's like when you talk about musicians who can't tour, comedians who can't perform, it's the same thing. If you have no money coming yeah, in, you and you are, yeah, and you are your own business, so it means, hey, I've got. I have experience. nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. Thankfully, uh, you know, I like again, first world problem. I saved up a little bit of money, but there's no comedy clubs. There's no stress factory. Yeah. There's no Borgata. Right. Um, there's no comedy cabaret. Uh, Andy Scarpati's got this comedy dynasty, which now is like shut down. There's nowhere to go. Um, so for me, I got zero income. Uh-huh. I tell people when I do my live broadcast, if they'd like a DVD, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you my information. I'll give you my Venmo. I'll send right. you a DVD, you know, because there's nothing. And we just have to grin and bear it because we're not alone. It's not oh, absolutely not. It's, it's restaurant workers. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, people who own small businesses. It's just, uh, like I said, uncharted waters. We don't know what's happening and we don't know for what period of time it's going to be happening. Gary, as you talk uh, about the small businesses and you talk about some of these comedy clubs, how do you think they're going to survive? Are they going to survive? When people come back, if if the stimulus package is enough to sustain not only the individual worker, but the small business people and everything else, if we can sustain during whatever indefinite period of time, I believe we're going to come back bigger and better than ever. Like if this is gone by summer, this is going to be the best friggin summer of our lives. I want to be so fucking happy. We're going to be so happy that we made it through this and we're going to be so ready to go out and tear it up and spend those government checks <laughs> on tequila sunrises, you know, <laughs> um, you know, drinking on the boardwalk in Seaside. You know, we're, we're all going to want to kick out the jams. And I oh, believe yeah. that's going to happen. And uh, comedy is going to come back big time. Concerts, people will be going out. Restaurants yeah. are going to be packed. You know, um, people are going to be traveling again. The airports or the hotels are going to be bustling because we're going to be like caged animals who were let out of a cage. Yeah. And when that happens, we're going to spend money. The economy is going to be fine. There'll be subtle shifts to the dynamic. Some things will never go the way they used to be. Uh, mm-hmm. So much stuff is being done online now that I think people are going, hey, actually, this works. Maybe we should continue this. Mm-hmm. And that's going to happen, too, I believe. I believe the business model for America will probably be changed all across so, the board. I, I can't disagree with what you. What do I know? That. I'm a comedian. <laughs> what am, what is, do I know? He is a comedian. That's, that, that man is Gary Delina. I'm Rob Akinpour. The man is bringing his A game here. I do a segment. I'll tell my, you what. What's up? We should do a song before I go. Okay. Well, but let me do my. I got one thing I want to do real quick. I do a segment called Random Shots and uh, got some Jamesons here. So salute to you, my friend. Salute, salute. You want to do the song first? Uh, you know, I want to wrap up with the song. I'm going to give you a couple of. Random questions that I was thinking about for you and this whole thing. Mm. But yeah, a couple of them are about your career, okay. but a couple of things, yeah. But um, for people who don't know Gary Delina, let me ask this. True or false? Were you on Star Search? I was. Tell me about that. I, um, I had an agent that uh, put me up. They looked at my video. I went on. Right. And uh, I won. You know, you have to win round by round. I won a couple of rounds, but I never made it to the finals. Um, mm-hmm. But I did my little monkey boy guitar thing, and it was like, it was ridiculous. I mean, it was great being in a TV setup and stuff. And to be honest with you, Star Search was what the voice is now, what American Idol is now. Yeah, it was it's the exactly, forefather. Yeah. It's the same thing. But you only get two minutes. <laughs> 
And I think I told Ed McMahon, I think I told Ed McMahon the last time I did something in two minutes, my wife didn't talk to me for two months. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) But I did my show and I won. And what the funny part was, uh, the guy I beat was actually a good friend of mine. Oh, really? I, beat, I did not know after that. I, after I beat him, like I got three and three quarter stars and he got three stars. And he never talked to me after that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, what yeah. a way to end a friendship. That's beautiful. I, I, I was like, holy <laughs> shit, this, this is a doggy dog business. But uh, to say the least. Ed McMahon was so funny because everybody that won, he would say, well, where are you from? And da, 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 da. With me, I won. He goes, Monday, just show up. <laughs> That's what he said. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. You've worked with so many different comedians in your um, line of work and doing stand-up. Yeah. Like, at the Borgata, you've done with some heavy hitters. I mean, who's been your favorite comedian to open for or have opened for you? Um, I used to work with Ray Romano a lot. Oh. Uh, Ray, and, Ray and I were very good friends. And actually, Ray was my opening act during this time because I got the guitar and it's a higher energy. Um, yeah. But Ray was one of the funniest guys I've ever met. And uh, I remember once we did a show in Atlantic City. Uh, I think it was at the Tropicana at the time. And uh, we went to the bathroom <laughs> And we're side by side of the urinals. And this is what I remember from Ray. It's funny, it's funnier than on stage. You know how when you get to the urinals, it, they flush automatically as soon as you stand there? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray gets there and it starts to flush. And that stupid voice of his goes, oh, I guess I'm done. <laughs> that is a really good Ray Romano you just did there, by uh, the Thank way. you. <laughs> but Ray, Ray was good. Uh, I work with, with uh, yeah, I work with uh, a whole bunch of people. Chris Rock. Uh, we yeah. did a show together in Queens, and uh, he was maybe like 18 at the time. Oh, wow. And I'm watching him, and he did the one bit about, you know, how oppressed people want to fight back. And he goes, for every black man in America, there's an American Indian waiting to kick his ass. <laughs> and I'm like, exactly. holy crap, this guy's good. Did, did you know at that point you were seeing the 18-year-old Chris Rock, you're going, yeah, this kid's got it. He's you know going to probably yeah, make it. I've been... I've been in the business a long time. I started out as a rock and roll singer, and then I became an actor and a writer and TV and all that stuff. So I got into comedy after I had done bands and touring and after I had done film and television and theater. Right. So by then, I was a pretty good judge of character as well as talent. Like, to be honest with you, I've thought about sometimes just getting out of doing what I do and managing other people's careers because I could tell somebody has it. But it's too much fun. To get up there. I'm never going to stop. I'm never going to stop this shit. I'm like a third grader with money. I but, love that. You know, yes. <laughs> it's so much fun. But yeah, you know, you could tell when people had it. I mean, yeah. I worked with Dave Chappelle. I, I had to follow Dave Chappelle uh, in no. Princeton, a Catch a Rising Star. Oh, God, no. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. I, oh, oh, and I did. Oh, I, I did. <laughs> I did. I, I got so pissed watching him because I'm like, this guy's hysterical. I have to yeah. go up there no. now. And I yeah, worked thanks. up like I worked I, I worked up like animal like tiger. <laughs> and I went up and I killed. I oh, thank you. Right. It was great. That's, that's great. It was great. You know, vindication. With so. your with what you're seeing on the web, we're seeing a lot of these memes and little posts that have been kind of really funny. Is there something that's caught in your attention during this whole thing on Facebook that you went? That just made me laugh out loud. <sighs> The last thing that made me laugh full out loud was uh, 
the song parody, at least, was the one that Queen, uh, they did a parody of Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Have I you seen I've, that yet? I, I think I have seen that. It is good. I, That's a good one. I like that one. Uh, the writing was really good. Mm-hmm. It was written by, written, all the lyrics were written by a woman, performed by a man, maybe her husband. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But the writing was really good. The production... They really nailed it. You know, there's a million COVID songs out there. So, <laughs> yeah, that's and true. there's a million videos, but mm-hmm. that was the, that was my favorite. And uh, there's another one, because it's always the little kid ones, but woman right. who smeared chocolate on the little girl's arm when she was in the toilet and said, oh, I'm sorry, I got poop on you. <laughs> and the kids' reactions, just just check it out. Just, you know. I'll have you to. I haven't it, seen that one. I'll have to find that one. It is the one. funniest thing in the world. <laughs> I've been so, finding a lot know. of yeah. I've been finding a lot of these like little quotes that have been popping up. I think the one that stood out the most today, what I saw was day six of the quarantine. My husband is starting to notice that one of our children looks like the neighbor. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's going to be a lot things. of good comedy. Yeah, there's that, and that, and I think that's the point we're trying to bring out. We do have to laugh a little bit during this. There is seriousness, yeah. like Gary was saying earlier, with the people who are really putting themselves out on the line, being out on the cruise and being in that scary situation. But yet finding that laughter is one of the things that really will keep us sane. I really believe that. And Gary, I think always has. Yeah. Throughout, throughout history, uh, people need to laugh to get through some tough times. And uh, that's why Bob Hope used to go entertain the troops all the time. He would Good get example. up there with his Good shows. Example. And, and those soldiers would forget that the next day they were going to be out on the front lines. Mm-hmm. Comedy, uh, with comedy, you are able to suspend reality for mm-hmm. however long that show lasts. You are not thinking about reality. You're not thinking about war. You're not thinking about your mortgage payment. You're not thinking about a drive-in test where you could pull in and they give you French fries and a chocolate shake with your test. You know, you <laughs> you suspend everything and just let your mind go. Let your spirit and your soul go. It's good. Well, it's a good business to be in. I'm, I'm proud really of glad. You should be proud. I mean, I've seen your comedy routine. It's always a blast to watch you. Now, by Thanks. the way, just real plug, uh, Facebook, 8 o'clock. If you follow Gary Nolina on Facebook, if you don't. Starting tomorrow start, night. Starting tomorrow night. Follow him on Facebook. By the way, he's an outstanding musician on top of everything else. So he's doing this basically from the living room. I've seen you. You're basically barefoot the, doing whatever song you The Delina like Den. Doing. The Delina Den. Thank you. Yes. So live from the Delina Den. It changes every night. <laughs> I, the basic, the most fun thing is I have no idea what the hell I'm going to do when I wake up in the morning that night. Right. I'll get my guitar. I'll figure out a song or I'll have some backing tracks. Sometimes it'll be a real song. Most times it'll be a real song. But I'll slip in the comedy parody every once in a while, too. And that, you know? see, now you just set it up perfectly because this man is known yeah, for his his musical parodies this is what he does best so if i may indulge you sir please fire one with me so we can wrap this whole thing up and be a perfect way to wrap it up i will i will do that um let's see uh let's pick a song now i have to say this i just wrote this song in my sleep last night oh really oh wow okay we're getting something fresh okay. it, it, it like came to me <laughs> it came to me in a dream so let me get this set up here all right and we'll do our little monkey boy song little monkey okay. boy song here's gary Delina. okay here we go <laughs> this is my new covid virus song here we go <laughs> I'm so upset watching the news. I just got off a Caribbean cruise. Now it looks like I'll be in. My hands 
I wear a mask. If you stay at home, well, just kiss my ass. This whole social distancing thing, I'm not sure what it means. Andrew Cuomo is telling me one thing. Donald Trump, well, I don't have a clue. You watch Fox? You're a dummy. Ooh. But CNN's just as bad. Now I'm through. I don't want to be where the people are. I'd rather sit home in my fucking bedroom, drinking tequila and watching Shit's Creek's all I need. I've got my Kindle and Facebook Live, hand sanitizer and toilet paper, sour cream Pringles, and oh, let's not forget me. We'll be all right. Feel free to fart. It's all okay, cause we're six feet apart. Dr. Fauci, I'm proud to be part of your world. There you go. World debut. The world premiere. So many great references in there that I think we all can appeal to at this point. The farting one, that was classic, I gotta say. There you go. Written in my sleep last night. Again, it all Rob, starts. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I'm just, what, real, real, I have real. to say this. Don't forget, tune in uh, Monday, tomorrow, starting tomorrow night, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live. Also, uh, and you'll be there for this because at this point, I don't know when I start work again. Right. But I'm hoping May 16th, Hopewell Theater oh, in New wow. Jersey. Yeah, that'd be great. May 16th, Hopewell Theater. Let's keep our fingers crossed that that one makes it through with Anita Wise, Mike Egan, Joe Salabi. Please. Absolutely. Please. Follow Gary right, on Facebook care, and find out more. Thank you so much for the time. Thanks Thank for bringing you. your A game here, brother. Thank you. Cheers, man. Bye-bye. Cheers.